Today you've joined hundreds of established and emerging writers who are discovering ways to reach their writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. You're listening to Ann Croker, Writing Coach. This is episode 183, Write to Discover Your Top Themes and Topics. I recently signed up for Reddit. During the setup process, I had to click on categories and topics of interest so that the app could deliver relevant updates. So on the spot, I had to decide my preferences. Do I want ongoing content about this topic or that? Do I want them to send me information about technology, politics, economics, food, fitness, travel, entertainment? I have had to do this several times over the years with things like Flipboard and most news outlets. And I created my own categories for Twitter lists and Feedly subscriptions that groups the content by general topic. The act of choosing these categories, of being forced to choose, helps me make some decisions. I must discern what I care to know more about and what's less interesting to me. Once the articles start flowing into one of these apps, filling my feed with content that's related to the areas that I clicked on, I'll often realize, oh, wait, 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 I don't want to know that much about weight training or Broadway shows or whatever. So I update my preferences and that usually eliminates a category. Before long, I not only realize, hey, I'm kind of bored by topics I thought I would like, but I also begin to see topics I'm deeply interested in. When I stop everything to read an article and then share it on social media, for example, or I talk about it a lot at the dinner table, that is a clue. I pay attention to my intensifying interest, as it's a strong indication that might be one of my top themes or topics. And we can figure out our interests in other ways. I mean, what do you already know a lot about? Obviously, it's been a topic of interest already, and you can continue with that. What books do you check out at the library? That indicates you want to dig deeper and know more. What outings do you invest time or money in? Do you often visit an art museum, movie theater, car show, live concert, lecture, conference, or state park? Our calendars and our credit cards can point us toward our top interests. Do you steer conversations toward a particular topic? Do you seek others who join you in an animated, energizing discussion? Take note, that's probably a top theme or topic for you. Where does your curiosity consistently carry you? You don't have to yet be an expert to start digging into a topic that captivates you. Explore it. When you begin to identify these top areas of interest, pick up on clues to narrow your focus. This will help you discover the kind of writing you can pursue. To confirm which of those top themes and topics you want to write about and the ones you want to be known for, start writing about them. I mean, did you read an article that riles you up? You could write a response and submit it like as an op-ed piece. Did you read an article that skims the surface of what you know to be true about something? Write a deeper and better researched piece and submit that to a relevant publication or work it into a book. Did you read a short story that touches on themes you care about? Write something that grapples with the same theme using a different plot or write in a different genre. Maybe you read a short story, but you could explore it as a poem. 
Or if you read a poem that stirs you with its subject matter or theme, weave your own images or story into a form poem that's different than the one you read so you can explore the same topic in a new way. Or you could also switch genres and write an essay in response to the poem. Whether you write nonfiction, fiction, or poetry, write to discover topics that captivate you, energize you, and hold your attention. Now, the subscription model I was talking about at the beginning, where you identify top themes and topics, I mean, that'll reveal a lot, but it leaves out something critical. Your personal history. What do you obsess about from your past? What episode or memory do you return to in your writing to explore all over again? If you discover that, you'll further refine your top themes and topics and kind of fold it in with the rest of them. In his book, Telling Stories, Lee Martin admits that he worries about returning to his family history too often. He says, I worry that readers will eventually tire of my writing about the accident that cost my father both of his hands when I was barely a year old and the rage that he brought into our home. Then he recalls a famous author. He says maybe it was Fitzgerald, maybe Flaubert, but he isn't sure and I couldn't confirm it. Martin says this author claims that a writer would be lucky to figure out early on what his obsessions were and to spend a lifetime writing about them. Natalie Goldberg, in Writing Down the Bones, says something similar. Writers end up writing about their obsessions, things that haunt them, things they can't forget, stories they carry in their bodies waiting to be released. We are run by our compulsions. Maybe it's just me, but it seems that obsessions have power. Harness that power. You know, she recommends you make a list of your obsessions. I think that's a great idea. Do that. Our personal passions and obsessions extend beyond those articles we've subscribed to about internet marketing or some new book release on politics. That can be an obsession, yes. But our personal passions and obsessions drill down deep. Yes, we write to discover more about where we stand on an issue or how we spread our perspective on a topic, but we also write to discover our obsessions, and to discover more about our obsessions. Lee Martin continues, My obsession, it seems, is never-ending, as, of course, true obsessions always are, but the position from which I see is always moving, using different characters or situations as my viewfinder. The end result for me is a fuller picture of my own experience. I learn something new with each essay that I write. If the material is richly complicated, as this story of my family is, I'm not sure one will ever run out of new ways to explore it, as long as the writer is open to the slightly off-center perspective that other characters or stylistic choices can provide. The best way to discover and affirm and understand our top themes and topics and obsessions is to write about them. Years ago, I heard about author Elizabeth George's Five Fat Files. Her idea is to pick five areas you'd like to grow in, even develop into an expert in, and focus your resources on those five areas. They could be five ideas, topics, or themes, and they are five areas you can live with for a long, long time because you're going to be investing in them in a way that invests in you yourself as a writer and as a person over time. 
So this file concept fits well as a logistical way of storing information related to these top topics and themes. Elizabeth George's five fat files were fat because she was storing literal pieces of paper, articles, and information in these physical file folders. Author Sophronia Scott uses something physical as well. She uses this visual old school system to comprise her big fat writing journal, which is a big blue binder because you can move stuff around in a binder. And then she stores topics, works in progress, observations, excerpts in that. Ryan Holiday uses a 4x6 card system. And he files quotations and excerpts and observations under these bigger topics and themes of his own in a great big box. You could create physical files, but don't be afraid to use digital files. A lot of the people I just mentioned would probably prefer that you use a physical file. They feel it's important to be able to look at it frequently, pull out the cards, open the notebook, open the files. But frankly, for my convenience, I've had to go digital. And I used to use Evernote. I've been transitioning to Google Drive, but whatever system you use, just make it easy to access, easy to organize, and easy to revisit like these other authors are doing. They've created a system where they can go back and look up things and refer to things, and that can inspire and inform their writing. Also, you want to make it easy to keep track of all the citation information connected to anything you write down. That way you can go back and you can figure out your original sources and correctly cite them. If you're writing a book, this is especially important because you need to be able to back up all those sources to have them in your end notes if you're writing nonfiction. So set up a simple system that you can tweak as you go. But most importantly, start writing about these topics and themes. Write about them in a journal and write about them for publication. Write essays and articles, short stories, poems. Write in whatever genres you enjoy most. Write to not only discover your top themes and topics, but also to narrow them and confirm them. The more you write, the more knowledge gaps you'll reveal. You'll see how to increase the depth of your understanding and the content you need to add to your five fat files. You'll lock in what you're learning by forcing yourself to express it in writing. You'll share with readers your life themes and values that matter most to you. And with any luck, you'll hear from some of them and learn from their responses. And as you write about your top themes and topics, readers will start to connect you to those ideas and interests. Who knows? In time, you might be the one interviewed on a podcast or invited to speak on a panel on this theme or topic. You'll be building an identity, a brand, and a platform so naturally you won't even notice. You'll be having too much fun and finding too much value in writing about the things that matter most to you. I'm Ann Croker cheering you on as a writing coach in your ear. Everywhere we may meet. At my website, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, in your inbox, here on this podcast, over at Patreon, or even in person, I'm always looking for ideas to share with you that will help you achieve your writing goals and have fun by being more curious, creative, and productive. Thank you for listening.